Welcome to Christian Holiness Weekend, where we repost the best of Christian Holiness Daily podcasts. I'm Steve. Stay tuned. Holiness is perhaps the most misunderstood concept in Christianity. Anyone who has striven to follow the life of Christ will tell you that it is impossible. No one can match his love, no one can match his grace, and no one can match the compassion of Christ. For no one but Jesus is perfect and holy. Once the believer is filled with and empowered by the Holy Spirit, though, he or she is filled to the brim with the love of Christ and desires nothing more than to please God and follow in the footsteps of Jesus. The love of sin is then gone, and in its place is a love and compassion for others. That is Christian holiness. And this is Christian Holiness Daily. I couldn't help but wonder something last night while I was studying Psalm 22. I know that this psalm was inspired by the Holy Spirit, like all scripture, and that it is a prophecy of the crucifixion. Yet I also realized that some truly horrific thing had happened in the life of its human writer. So I wonder, here is this thoroughly gut-wrenching psalm, Psalm 22, and on the same page, is one of the most inspiring psalms ever written, Psalm 23. Same Bible, same book, same page, same writer, same God. How is it that a good, all-knowing, all-powerful God can allow something so tragic to occur that his child begs him not to be forsaken? How can the same God that inspired the words, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, also inspire the writer to pin this plea. The congregation of the wicked has enclosed me. They pierced my hands and my feet. But you, O Lord, do not be far from me. How is that? The answer is that we live in a fallen world. To put it another way, we live in a world where sin runs rampant. David eventually learned not to fear what man could do to him in this life and learned only to fear God. But that begs the question, why doesn't God simply get rid of all the sin in the world? Well, to do that, he would have to get rid of all the sinners. He could simply wipe them off the face of the earth. But in that case, you and I should bid each other adieu because you and I are both sinners and we too would be gone. Well, then why can't he just get rid of the sin. He has made a provision to forgive us of our sins and to cleanse our hearts of all unrighteousness. But to get rid of all the sin in the world, he would have to remove our free will, which would make us more of a robot than human. He can, however, sanctify believers and strengthen us with the power of his love, giving us the means by which we can resist the temptation of sin. That, though, is up to each and every individual. The world will not be made new until the end of days, and until God creates a new heaven and a new earth. Until then, there will be tragedy, disasters, sin, and death. This is part of the human experience, the course which mankind has chosen and to which we are bound until Christ's return. In the meanwhile, know this, 
Every evil deed will, in the end, be punished, and every evildoer will be brought to justice. Jesus will return someday to judge the sins of the quick and the dead. He will judge those who do not repent of their sin. Judgment, though, is at Christ's second coming. Right now, he offers mercy. John 12, 47 says this, If anyone hears my words and does not believe, I do not judge him. For I did not come to judge the world, but to save the world. Yes, we serve a just God, one who is righteous, one who will someday judge all who hear his word and do not believe. But he is also a loving God as well as a just God, and he offers mercy to those who do believe. Yes, we find every human emotion in God's word, for it is a letter inspired by God and written by humans for humans. The same writers who record their fear also write about their God-given courage. They write about their joy and their disappointment. They write about tragedy and reward. They write so that we who are made a little lower than the angels can relate to their stories and grasp the eternal truth of their writing. Ultimately, we learn to fear not, for the same Bible that tells us that Christ will judge the world also assures us that God sent his Son to rescue those who believe.